0: Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Elites. I'm Forrest. I'm uh, Major.
1: I'm Robbie.
0: And uh, we're back. I think uh, we tried to do an episode last week, but it was sort of like impromptu, and um, I don't think There's it was a bonus really... episode.
2: We were doing. It was. It was. It dragons. wasn't so much
0: an episode. It was like us shooting the shit, and it wasn't really, um, you know, a proper episode. I think it was. It was going to be ridiculous. Uh, like um, a pain to actually edit. Um, and I think, like, at, towards the end, we sort of, like, went off on Walmart's future, something strange. But I think today, we are we have a little bit more um, structure we're, today, so I think we're, we're going to talk we're about... Back,
2: we're back on path. What are we going to be talking about today, Fofo? We're going to be talking about
0: uh, the first five episodes of Sandman.
3: Uh, uh, spoilers
2: and... for Sandman episodes one through five. Possible spoilers, we're going to try our best not to for the rest of the season, and then we might spoil some differences in the comics that have already happened, right? So, like, minute differences that have already taken place in the first five episodes, like, we might like notice that uh, we, we might point out uh, a difference in the comics and the source material. Not that there's a lot of differences, which we'll also talk about. Um, so you know, minor brush of spoiler alerts. It, it shouldn't look. I haven't read volumes three through eight, so I can't spoil. I can't, can't yeah. do much spoiling for well, you. Well,
0: I think they only adapted the first two trades this season. Um, yeah, yeah, so it was I only think, like, the, the first two, which I, I really enjoyed. It, we'll we'll get mm-hmm. all
2: into it. We'll go over the breaks. Uh, so come back to that because I do want to talk about how I enjoyed it. Right, yeah. like. If this was Disney, Disney would have fallen into the trope, or, or to the trap, I should say, of putting the first volume into six episodes. And then I don't think <laughs> anyone would have hung around after the Diner episode for the second season. Right? There'd be no hype. But by making it ten episodes, anyway, we'll get into it. I loved it. Uh, what else are we going to be talking about?
0: we oh, forget. Let, let let at me least they think about. of the, the Peter Jackson route and make, like, three seasons out of the first book. So, you know... um at least they didn't do that. But, yeah, I think we're talking about the uh, the, pre- the new Prey movie, the, the fifth Predator movie, I believe. Oh, they well, definitely didn't go the capitalist route,
2: as they probably spent an um, an exorbitant amount of money on the CGI. I can't wait to get Robbie's take on all of that.
0: Or, or seventh oh, yeah, movie, they, since it was it like, was v- count, those nice AVP movie, those, uh, those Alien vs. Predator movies. Which
2: I do. I know it's not technically canon, or I read a headline that it's not technically canon, right? Uh...
0: But AVP, AVP2, I hear I think, you. Yeah, I think they're canon in the Alien universe, but not the Predator universe. No, other way around. Maybe they're th- canon in the Predator
2: universe, not the Alien universe. Because at oh, the okay, end of yeah. Alien 2, they hint the uh, the skull of the alien. But yes, thank you for correcting me on that. So they are well, not canon to the Alien. They are canon to the Predator. And in the multiverse of dc action. madness they're also canon to batman right we get a little pe- predator versus yeah. batman action as well
0: that's a predator fun in, comic. Isn't, it's it's yeah once they do i think there's actually uh archie versus predator comic oh, out there. they went ham everyone versus predator uh
2: and this go around this is the fifth predator movie predator one I think like predator the, fifth, the fifth one
0: that's just a predator movie um okay. it's like the seventh if you count the av because there was like Predator, Predator Two, Predators, right. um, the Predator, which came out a few um, years ago, and, first now blood now and then now now Predator
2: First Blood, Last Strike. Don't
0: forget Predator, Predator and the Chamber of blood Secrets, blood. and uh, <laughs> Predator versus yeah. Predator, like uh, Predator and Two
2: Towers. Um, yeah. Cool. Which, let, let's do Predator first. Let's. Y- All right. You guys, have you seen? You saw Rob? Rob, did you see? Listeners, I, did you see it? see it? Tweeted us uh, at Zizzle Podcast. If you saw this on your couch or in your local cinemas, because uh, I wonder how much of a difference that that puts on the user. I mean, obviously, it creates some kind of difference. But I've got a nice system at home, huh? um, so yeah. Let's just like, do you want to do overall thoughts and then we'll break it down, or do you want to like just kind of walk through the movie and then like we'll just talk about it as we go along?
0: Um, yeah, we can like. Uh... Just do overall thoughts real quick. Thought it was uh, yeah. good. It's funny, I rewatched watched uh, the first one, and I don't think I've seen it like all the way through before. The original one was Schwarzenegger, and um, yeah, I definitely still prefer the, the first one with Schwarzenegger, but I mean, I think the word, the word on the internet web is that this is the best one, so the Schwarzenegger one. And um, I don't think I've, se- I've- it's weird. I've- I haven't seen any of the Predator movies, any, pre- any of the Predator sequels besides the one is the first alien or, Predator, yeah
2: i have seen them they are they're not nearly as good it's like forget terminator 1 it's like if terminator 2 is terminator 1 right and then the rest of the terminator sequels uh or the rest of the the, the predator sequels right like somebody out there loves them and if you love them thank you that's awesome i'm sure they appreciate it
0: go danny clover right? uh, and but, uh, like adrian is, brody fans yeah
2: this 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 is just Terminator all over again, right? Like, this was a successful, amazing American franchise. I mean, this is, if anything, more American than ever now that it's Native American. Like, I really, mm-hmm. really love that aspect. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk more about this later on, but it actually harks back uh, to some comics, too. Like, there's some source material uh, in the comics during this age. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Rob, what'd you think about this movie?
3: Um,
1: well, I didn't see Prey, but I saw Sandman, and I, oh. I really enjoyed Sandman. It had some awesome, awesome CGI, great story.
3: I'm a fan of sci-fi, so
2: <laughs> I loved Sandman. You could just, have... you,
0: I think that I think that review also applies to Prey. Good sci-fi, good CGI. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, is it
2: sci-fi? A lot what of, sci-fi
0: like, was there. Prey. Prey in sci-fi? Oh wait,
2: Alien. What's their name? At least about Sandman. It was Sandman, I guess. Sandman. You can call it sci-fi, high high fantasy. You can call whatever you want to, bro. It's a dreamscape. Hmm. I can't wait to talk about Sandman. Unfortunately for the listeners, we're gonna hold this back to the second half because we're gonna go over Prey first. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So. But where's the sci-fi? and and the Predator movie was it the invisible ship was it the Invisible Man the entire time I felt like I was watching Moon Knight all over again, like I know the the, yeah, the budget was I under hundred million and they really, really I don't know where they spent the rest of that money.
0: Uh, probably on the authentic um, fur fur tra- fur trappings or the, the authentic uh, the, wear f- and gear the guards the fur trappers yeah, that was actual dung on their faces. For, on the uh, on the, the French fur trappers, uh, and, I guess. So as big. we
2: all know, thanks to inflation, that that dung is at an all time high, so that's probably exactly, right, exactly
0: Yeah, right it's, it's, it's more expensive yeah. than hemp. So now, uh, also a, uh, a
2: more guy. a more cruel critic might say that you're right and that this movie is full of shit. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, mm, but I'm gonna point wow, it out to be nice. witty. But I'm gonna say I don't I don't agree with that harsh critic and I think they should they should calm down a little bit. Uh so the the movie starts out right, and we, we see our main character. She's hunting. She hears something overhead, right? She hears some noise, and she, later on, we find out she calls it a thunderbird, right? Which is a a, tr- uh-huh, a traditional yeah. a ancient mythological Native American, in, in Native American M- lore, Comanche
0: mythology, right? Yeah, now, so
2: we might um, we might know this better as a zap-a-dose. Uh but mm. for the Native Americans, <laughs> we call it a thunderbird. Um, Maybe, so does that imply yeah. that the predators have been here before? Um, is it's there, interesting. Like, first I think, time? um, it's I don't know. The, it's I... the individual predators first time. Like this is like where they go to like become a man or, or a woman, whatever the gender of the predators are right. Mm-hmm. To, to earn their, you know, their their bar mitzvah, their passage of rights, right. They, they go and they hunt and they kill, but calling that a thunderbird it makes it it implies that they've been
0: here before well what i want to know is
2: just made me think about it
0: the way they tied this movie into like the other predator movies was that um the musket that she has was (sighs) in predator 2. yeah and but by that logic i think uh this is my uh my original idea obviously the predators massacred her village after the movie (laughs) And got the musket back, and that's the only way it could be on the alien ship and Predator too, Because they had that same musket, so... Uh, but also, I want to know, is like, how come like uh, maybe anthropologists or... No one knows about the Predator skull that she brought back? Or, you know, maybe... I can understand the Predator skeleton not being found because it's in the, in the, um, the quicksand, but how come no one knows about the Predator skull in the present day? You know, it's hey, you obviously know lying that's around a- somewhere
2: that's a great question so are all the bigfoot skulls right you're absolutely right but they mm-hmm. still can't quote unquote find them right right next to the predator skulls yeah but right? like, th- no. to
0: go back to your original point of like has the predator ever been on earth before it could have come to earth before like maybe you know yeah. a long time ago somewhere else on the it's just they look like whoever whoever killed the predator at that point or if the predator even got killed you know there was just like no physical evidence but I think after right. this movie, there should be physical evidence of this predator being around, and um, you know, especially at around 1987 like when the first movie, a came out legend,
2: now. at least like a vocal or a local legend, right? If if anyone survived from the tribe, right? If they wouldn't die, then there'd be no one to tell that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ryan Airy from Screen Ramp point or Screen Crush, sorry, uh, pointing out something really beautiful in the film, which I thought was just super annoying at first, or confu- not annoying, confusing. Like what's happening here, because. I was thrown off, as you guys, the listeners, could just check out. I thought the Thunderbird, right, it's a Thunderbird and it's the ship, so I thought the Predators had been there, you know, multiple times before. So I was really confused by the Predator, like, watching the ecosystem. And then Ryan Airy uh, from Screen Crush pointed out, like, it's observing the ecosystem and, and the food chain on this planet to see who is the dominant hunter so he can attack the dominant hunter and i really like that so that that this this proves or or, you know kind of throws a wrench in my thunderbird theory which is fantastic because i don't give a shit about any of my theories these are just ideas (laughs) i'm having while i'm watching it or while, while i'm taking a shower so i i really enjoyed that once someone pointed out to me that that's what is probably happening
0: yeah, um, it's interesting. They, they mentioned like some other mystical, uh, mystical creature. I think in passing, I can't remember the exact name. It started like with an M, but it was some. It was like another creature from like Comanche folklore that they they brought up um, that the, the predator was. So yeah, that goes back to your your point that, uh, Is that a, a the predator, xenomorph? a predator, yeah, a xenomorph? Uh, possibly yes, uh, some sort of cryptozoological uh, being or a xenomorph from the Alien franchise. So. Maybe they'll do a mountain lion,
3: which is a V
0: a V C. Oh, a V a V P C T three, a V P V C a livers predator versus Comanches.
2: Hey, so. while we're talking about alien versus predators, can I guys, I'm going to ask you listeners at home, which should be a question. I'm going to ask the host really, right? But really, I wouldn't force because you might know this answer. want force to so give the listeners a couple seconds to think about it first so they can kind of try to mm-hmm. come up with their answer. Who was the first person uh, to get killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator? Who was the first actor? Do you want a hint? Uh, it's all the same actor? All the same actor the first actor to get killed by a Terminator a predator and an alien this is for all the IMDB books okay. out there
0: I see. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say is it Lance Hendrickson I'm gonna give you a hint because I know I think he's
2: famous he in... for the Wilhelm scream it's Bill oh, Paxton okay. I just
0: think like Lance Hendrickson really okay
2: yeah Bill Paxton. Was I think the first Lance Hendrickson killed by all three
0: Okay, but I think, like, Lance Henriksen was in AVP, he was in Aliens, and he was in, um, I think, The Terminator. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, so he was in, like, all three of those franchises. Because he, he was Terminator, Aliens, then AVP. So that's why I upset him, but, um, okay, so... Okay. Bill Paxton, I guess he was in, um, Elite Predator 2? Why do you say Bill Paxton was killed by Predator first?
2: Wasn't, wasn't he, wasn't Bill Paxton killed in Alien vs. Predator?
0: He wasn't in, he was in, um, Ali, Uh, let's see, he was in Aliens with Lance Henriksen. He was in Predator 2, I think, but I thought it took place after the first Predator. Yeah. And, um, he was in the Terminator. And no, 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 okay. I know he's, he's like he's like one of those punks who was killed. Right, so. no, no, no. I'm looking at a Screen
2: rate article right here. The only actor to be killed by a Predator, a Terminator, and a Xenomorph. Right, the only actor to be killed in a Terminator movie, a Predator movie, and an Aliens movie is Bill Paxton. Don't, don't, don't make me second guess myself on my movie trivia. I think you said the the first.
0: It. I think you said the first actor killed by. Yeah, those yeah. I I
2: think there's a second actor. I think later on someone else gets killed in A V P who's been in the other two franchises, but I do who that is.
0: Well, yeah. I mean I think Bill Paxton, you're right. Bill Paxton has been in all three of those franchises. Oh. So is Lance Hendrickson, but well, I think according
2: to Screen Rant, it's he's the only one. So maybe the first and only? Whatever, bro. I mean technicality, I'm still right. You can still be the first and only.
0: Okay. First, I, I, you know, I, for some reason I AT thought structure. you were talking about a character who was the same character in all three franchises. Oh, yeah. That's because I
2: said character, but I'm an actor.
0: Yeah, 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 okay. I see what you're
2: saying. Uh, to which I would ask you, Forrest, what the fuck, bro? Like, even watching too much Marvel, man. <laughs> and then, like, they're not in the same universe. Like, but, maybe yeah, I, predators are in aliens. Maybe aliens are in predators, but there's definitely no Terminators. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah. Even watching too much Marvel, bro. Which is, it's, uh, it's I'm, the I'm sleepy sickness. It's happened it to all of us. In That's what we call, that the phase we call that the phase four. We call that the phase four, the sleepy yeah. sickness.
0: So, but yeah, back to Prey. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, they
2: hunt the mountain lion. She has mm-hmm. a great idea, right? Uh, now, this movie is very. So, I'm going to say this. Like, I thought this movie would be a, like a really cool, like, female empowerment story. You have, like, a strong female character, right, who is trying to become a hunter. And she. And like her storyline parallels, it like mimics the Predators' storyline, right? Because like the Predators, for those who don't know uh, the lore, which A.K.A. one of the things I didn't love about this movie, literally zero lore building, zero world building, uh, except the fact that we find out that the Comanche can speak English in the 1700s, in the 1800s, 1716. But like we'll, we'll talk about it later. Uh, no real lore building. What was I talking about I uh, start, uh the mountain lion I think like
0: the brother has to take her home oh yeah so to, like, we can
2: have parallel stories right so the predator what happens the predator's coming down to prove himself he's on a he's on a warrior mission like she mm-hmm. like they have that, that fancy Comanche word, which uh I, I wouldn't dare try to <laughs> try to say it again mm-hmm. my South Carolina ass um so like you know, it's a warrior's quest right and that's the same thing the predator is on so like it's right there in front of you, and it's one of the best elements and one of the best tools you can use for story writing, is having like your antagonist and your protagonist on parallel stories, mm-hmm. and when done correctly, it's a beautiful like story of like how like they're really like the same but the different sides, and you know they're all doing their thing. But instead, this turned into like some kind of like I don't know, prove everyone in my tribe wrong, like glass ceiling mm-hmm. shattering, like. Montage or whatever, like mm-hmm. you know, sh- so she's like a fifteen-year-old girl or whatever, and all like the tribe guys don't want to, don't want, don't think she can be a warrior, mm-hmm. and like Nia does her mom, right? So I get that, right? Like it's sexism that's bad. She's our, our, our she's our main guy. We're pulling for her, and I do, yeah. like I do pull for her. She was, she was well cast and, and well acted, right? Uh, ah, yeah. but but no I've... one believes in her, and then. She starts out, no one thinks she can be a warrior, and by the end of it, she's like the warrior chief, and she's like in charge of moving the the tribe, or whatever, so I just don't understand why they went for this weird storytelling, glass glass ceiling shattering, storytelling, like, tool, instead of like this parallelism that they could have used instead, uh, to show like, the similarities between her and uh, the predator. Right and like I didn't have a problem with her, like if anyone was like, oh, that's like I, I have a problem like Mary Sue. Like I don't, I loved Ray and her Mary Sue ness. Like let's go for so, like Force <laughs> Awakens. Like I don't, I don't have three movies to watch Ray go to Dagobah and and study and train to be a Jedi. Like if she wants to be OP at the very beginning, like I don't care. Let's go. Uh so I guess the long and the short of it is. If this was a better story i wouldn't have a problem at all but i feel yeah. like they just missed a better story uh like low-hanging fruit
0: well i think the reason people are like resonating with this one more more so than the, the other sequels is that i think it like went back to the, the the basics of predator which is basically it's like a sci-fi version of the most dangerous game where like you know humans yeah. are being hunted for sport um and i really like that they showcase like the different reasons people hunt in this um, you know in this film I, you obviously you have the Comanches who hunt for survival they hunt it's like also like a um, ascension they, to adulthood but do well,
2: they well yeah I mean, so They the hunt they have to 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 th- hunt th-
0: for food they have to hunt for like their clothes and they, they use every they use every part of the buffalo and you have exactly. the fur traders who who hunt for well, a capital second, gain wait, 100% mm-hmm. right like
2: that's how we grew up like we grew up in, in Cherokee country like this was like what you learn in elementary middle and high school uh, so my question is, she is hunting this unknown creature, the Predator, right? With these, you know, one huge, uh, twig, uh, foot long. Um, and she, then she, like, tries okay. to kill a bear. She, like, shoots arrows at a bear. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? What are you gonna do? you gonna carry that 600-pound bear back to your tribe? Like, what's the point of that? Are you gonna eat the bear? Like, you were just trying to kill a bear to kill a bear. Like, are you gonna, like, use all of the bear? Anyway, go
0: on. Yeah and then you uh, just like the, the third like you have the uh, the Comanche hunt for like survival and um, yeah. it's it's the like a, it's like, a, like a quest for manhood when you go in your first hunt you have the fur trappers who are hunting purely for economic gain they'll just leave the buffalo skinned they, they they don't use all of it and you have the hunter I and mean, the predator who hunts for sport so and maybe i think maybe in predator culture hunting is like also like a quest for manhood but i think for the most part you know they're not hunting for survival they have freaking ships in high yeah, in advanced, advanced technology, so, so they're yeah, hunting yeah. for sport, like the, like, you know, in the first movie. Um, the so I thought it was interesting. Like, you know, we have like three different reasons why oh, these uh, people are hunting, and they uh, showcase all three of them. But yeah, like you said, I really like the the scene where like, we don't see the predator, I don't think until like halfway through when he takes his camouflage off. But Before that, we see him like kill the bear, lift him up, and we just see him covered in the bear's blood. So, that was yeah. a cool so let think. me ask you about this, uh, cause
2: the Predator is pretty much naked, right? He's got a loincloth and, and a skull helmet. Uh, how is he invisible? Um, I thought that was, like, alien, the armor they alien had. Alien
1: technology. I, uh,
2: yeah. Hand-waving and alien technology. All right, moving on. A yeah, so...
3: On like,
2: like, I was just... Like, <laughs> like, I asked myself that question later on in the movie, and I try to come up with plausible... Because like, I'm not just, like, a naysayer. Like... I'm okay with alien technology let me try to think my way through this alien technology but then i came back to the blood scene with the bear and like the blood drifts all over him you see it like the individual like hair right so like this invisibility must like come from the skull or come from his power ranger wristband and then just form over his skin like captain marvel's uh bangle
0: maybe oh, yeah yeah maybe um, I'm Sci-fi. uh, maybe like maybe it's the helmet. I thought like the helmet, like in the trailers, they showcased the um the predator then. I thought it was, I thought it was like, I'll, he was, I'll, like get, had... I'll get
2: to the helmet. Don't worry, I've got some, I've I got thought, some things about the helmet. I thought that we'll was like him it.
0: wearing the bear skull, but I realized, yeah, it's be so as like, big. But
2: all right, we'll 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 talk about the helmet now. How do the predators see? Do they only have infrared? I thought infrared it's was a... like one of, like their scopes.
0: Well, no, no, in the first movie, oh, um, when they he take takes their off. Helmet on. They can't see at all. It's like all red and like the helmet helps them see like just heat signatures But like when he takes the helmet off in the first movie All he can see is red and he can can barely see Dutch But he knows Dutch is like has no weapons so we can like just take him on hand to hand So is our
2: predator in this movie Prey Is he wearing the skull of an enemy he's killed or is that a tactical helmet in the shape of a skull of an enemy?
0: Or, uh, I, think, I mean, it's, it's definitely not the set. shape of his skull. Okay, alright,
2: Okay. I'm okay with
0: that. Cool, that makes sense. So, uh, but yeah, I think, like, after she gets captured by the fur... Well, I think, like, we finally see the... She leaves to go fight the Predator on her own. She gets found by her tribe. The tribe gets killed by the Predator, and then they go running off, and she gets captured by the fur trappers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, one of the fur trappers speaks English, and apparently they've already captured her brother.
2: So let me ask you about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Comanche speak English and the language of the Comanche. Uh, The French Canadians speak French and English, which would imply that English is its own language, not just uh, a convenience that the director uses, like the the suspension of belief, right? Like, you know, when we watch foreign films, Most of the times, right, especially if you want to be a blockbuster, you don't want to like read subtitles for an hour and a half, right? Yeah. So one of, the tool, one, one of the tools that directors will use uh, is, you know, some of them, the classier ones, right, will start with the foreign language with subtitles and then slip into English and then the rest of the movies in English, right? Uh, other ones will just be straight English in a country that doesn't speak English and no one's native English speaker, right? Uh, but these guys uh, sometimes spoke Comanche other times spoke modern-day English, not even like old English that you would speak in, in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, okay, well this is weird, but like they want to respect or, or they want to pay homage like, to the, the, uh, the Comanche heritage, so like that's cool. But then the French showed up and the French started speaking in French and then they started like translating in English. Uh, and then it just totally took me out of the movie.
0: Well, when I was watching on Hulu, there were no subtitles from the French were speaking. It just none, it just none whatsoever. I so,
2: was like, I missed like 20 minutes of the movie because I don't speak French.
0: Yeah. So, um, that was interesting, creative choice, but from what I understand, like when the French are speaking English, it's just, it's the, the intention is that he's just speaking Comanche. Hey, um, let me ask you this. Why have the subtitles in French?
2: Like, you either I know, yeah, you know that French is... or you don't know French. Like, is this just for high school students who don't know how to listen to French but know how to read French? Well,
0: I think you mean the closed captioning. Because, like, if yes, they was, had done the subtitles captioning. for the movie, then the closed captioning would have, like, been over and you wouldn't be able to read it. Because happens to me oh, sometimes wait, when I'm
2: I usually watch with closed captions on. So, yeah. like, was the closed captions in French as well, or was yeah, that the closed captions the movie? Because
0: I watched the closed captions on, and they were in okay. French. And if they had done subtitles, I wouldn't have been able to read them because I would have to turn closed captioning off. But right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, but That's yeah, like you said, yeah. like the, the so French, weird, the
3: weird translated. that. The, but weird you know, you know, language. you
0: know what's going on. Like basically, the French fur trappers are
2: hostile. to I don't have cheese. a problem with that. Like yeah. I don't need to speak the language. If it's done properly to like enjoy, like what's happening, like real art, like, uh, it extends above all communication mediums. Exactly.
0: Well, you know, war is the universal language, as I think we all found out in this movie. Ugh.
2: My degree that's in mathematics awful. makes you want to say otherwise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the universal language. <laughs> well, uh, which, that's true. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. Uh. Um, Anyway, so they, uh, her brother and, um, uh, what's her name? Nuru, Nuru, um, they get tied to no, the, we- uh, tree, I guess like in, in that scene, it was like apparently a forest fire had occurred earlier and that's why like all the trees were barren and it was all foggy. Otherwise, apparently they just yes. got there after World War yeah. One battle. Um, oh, I
2: did want to, did want to point out it was 50 minutes and 22 seconds before we saw some red lasers
0: from the predator, uh, from the predator. That's good. They don't need to like show everything. At the beginning um and i wish they actually i kind of wish they just shown less of the predator um earlier on because i think they show like the actual ship dropping him off and like they actually show him like putting on the camouflage i wish they they'd like not done that clouds.
2: and they show a hint they do show a hint of it but it's like literally like a second and no a
0: they show his like... actual ship and they show like the predator putting on his camouflage like early on in the movie Oh, i remember oh, of the cold open before the title yeah, okay, they, yeah you're yeah. right you're right about that yeah if they had done that yes, that was fine okay. but i think that after that like 20 minutes later or 10 minutes later they showed like the actual so, ship yes except it was like why yeah they like, shouldn't have why I think not they...
2: build on yeah the exactly lore. like I, that's what i would have wanted to see i wanted to see like him strapping up like is this a ship by himself is he in a ship with a bunch of different crew members like are they all drunk are they drinking and this guy's going out is he scared is he praying before he goes out to this unknown planet like build me some damn lore like this could be such a good universe in a world where we have nothing but spin-offs and, and sequels like build me some damn lore like let's get a predator franchise going again
0: well, I think they're trying to get one. I think there's, they opened left the left door open for a sequel um, after them. I, I think I stick I stuck around for the after credit scene, but I think um, they did leave the door open for Ooh, more predator movies after but credit yeah. scene. How of yeah. I, I probably should have watched it before doing this podcast, but you know, I felt asleep. I didn't know hey, they had yeah. an after credits Oh wait, no. Oh wait,
2: are you talking about the after credit scene? Or are you talking about the cave drawings during the? The, the the credits. Oh, I don't know. So, apparently
0: there was. I thought there was. A, I thought I read there was a after credits scene. I didn't. I'm I didn't hear
2: sure. anything about a post-credits scene. But if you stick around for the credits, right, mm-hmm. it tells the story that you just watched with cave drawings. It's actually really well done. It's very artistic. It looks really nice. But at the end of it, it shows a bunch of alien ships coming down and, <laughs> and wiping out the
0: tribe, uh, which is how they get the musket and basically fodder for the Ancient Aliens TV show on History Channel. All these cave drawings with UFOs. Ooh, I can't wait for the
2: next season after this.
0: Yeah. So, um all right. So, I think after the uh, predator kills all the fur trappers, um, they somehow get make it back to the uh, the camp. I think her brother goes to get a horse. They fight at the camp. She learns how to use a musket in like two minutes. She learns how to use the musket from the fur trappers. So she yes. like she she fights six of them. She she. And he's giving like kill six of them, six grown men. But before without the without the musket though, she kills him like in, the, in like her uh, with yeah. her hatchet or her tomahawk with the string on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, she learns how to use a musket. Is that Cultural
2: corporation Anyway, not important. Going on.
0: Well, it's interesting. Like you know, I it don't, uh, don't want to skip a to the end right away, but I think my, yeah. one of my my major issues with this movie was the ending and the way she does eventually defeat the Predator, I don't think it was very convincing, considering she had just learned how to use a musket. How the hell would she know that the Predator's laser guidance system is going to stop short on her face, go around and hit the Predator from behind? That's aimbot, you know, that, baby. Aimbot's just instinctual. I mean, that's what, I mean, am I wrong? Is that like, like he was he was gonna hit her with the laser sights, and then like he shot his his gun or his gun or whatever, and then, like, it went around in a circle and he'll hit him, hit him in the head? That yeah, what happened? No, I think oh. it's complete
2: bullshit. It was terrible, and I just want to point out that 50 years earlier, Noon formulated his theory of gravity.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, not to mention, like, I think she pulled him into the quicksand, and, um, yeah, a uh, uh, being that can, one. like, lift a freaking grizzly bear over its head, you're not going to be able to pull it anywhere if you're, like, you know... I mean, I don't weigh that much more than her. I'm probably... And I wouldn't have be been able to pull him. You know? Uh she was like, granted, she was
2: you know thicker than some of the, some of the skinny ass French Canadians she was beating up, but like you know she 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 does like like take down six men in a row.
0: And I, was like, yeah, so, and I was like, what is happening leaf, here? Yeah. Like this,
2: this this girl, f- maybe they were like really, really, really drunk. <laughs> maybe they were. Or really, really skinny or really, really French. But I'm kidding, I love my French listeners out there. Uh, but like, here's my thing. Like, she, in her tribe, she wasn't good enough to be a hunter. Right? Mm-hmm. If they start off the movie and it was like, yeah, her brother is this amazing warrior hunter, right? Because he comes the warrior chief, right? And she is also an amazing hunter, right? Like she can still fight male oppression and be really be a really good hunter, right? But the fact that they make her a really bad hunter and kill the fucking predator, get the fuck out of here. Like what are you doing here? Like this is not riding. Um other things I want to talk about writing if I can tangent for a second because this is unscripted Uh, well it's outlined, I wouldn't say scripted. Um, I felt like the writer had just read... no I, I take that back scratch that. I feel like the writer just watched a 10 minute YouTube video on Chekhov's gun as a writing tool and decided to throw it in 10 times in this movie uh, to little effect and, and to little avail. Like I, because I I'm writing this in real time, right? And, and you'll see I'm talking about a, at one point. Uh, oh, if you want to see it, uh, you can join our Discord. We'll put a link in the description for the join if you want. If you want to be a part of the conversation and, and check all this stuff out. Uh, but at one point, we're watching our main character and she's like trudging through the woods, and then it cuts to the predator, and he's got some kind of like you know. I jokingly put I said shark repellent right talking about Batman right he's got some kind of like wd40 that melts the 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 flesh off the bones of his skull of these like the skull of the wolf he kills and it's like a it's like a seven second scene and I was like oh that was dumb I wonder if that's Chekhov's like skull and then yeah like you, you fast forward like 45 minutes and like, one of, like, the uh, Native American guys, like, stabs a predator in his leg with that skull. And it's just, like, it didn't slow the predator down. It didn't do anything at all. It, it, except, it, it felt like, it, yeah, it, it just felt like, like, like a 12th grade high school student just read right about Chekhov's gun and was like,
0: ah, let me throw this in a bunch because it's really cool. And don't forget the orange flower that makes your heat signature go away, which, you know... I guess it was an interesting idea but that just seems less plausible than covering yourself in mud to me so covering yourself in mud is an external barricade
2: that stops the heat right yeah taking ingesting a substance that lowers your body temperature to the point where you don't show up on infrared is literally killing you right like there is a reason why if you have if your temperature is 95 94 degrees you're going to the doctor. If your temperature's nine degrees, like you might be dead, right? But like you're definitely still showing up on like the heat index for a Predator. Uh let me ask you this, talking about bag riding. Was this a different script passed around Hollywood and someone's like, What if we turn this into a Predator movie? <laughs> this was originally just like a
0: um just oh, like the coming a coming of age? Just,
2: yeah, just, 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 like a a woman, just like a woman, a Native American female power powerman coming of age story. And they were like, yeah, but like, uh, you know, instead of just killing a, a bear, uh, man, what if what if we just put a, what if we ask why I like a predator?
0: I don't know. I think it's just like one of those instances where you need to look at the production section of the Wikipedia page for Prey. Because didn't you say this was like a comic? Or like, maybe there was like a comic story where they're, I think, the Comanche fought predators uh, l- l- Loosely based on this,
2: around this time period uh there 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 is a set of comics right to the point and like some of it's very you know i want to say like I don't, know, I don't know if it's faithful to the source material but uh it at least pays like homage to it like the way like she kills like the uh the way she lures the predator out at the end with like the french guy like mm-hmm. that was in the
0: comics Oh, okay um but yeah i think uh let's let's um Let's, let's let's get some final thoughts on this. Let's move on to um, Sandman a little bit, but um, yeah, so like she kills the predator, obviously, and uh, she goes brings his head back to its tribe. And yeah. uh, oh, know, hey, happy, she happy
2: painted herself in their blood. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about the hundreds of diseases that uh, he probably brought with him that he's yeah. immune to, but we're not. And she's just covered mm-hmm. in and and then it just made me think about the blankets uh and just how terrible the europeans were um yeah but that that was silly that was, don't cover yourself in the blood people especially if it's radioactive green
3: yeah uh, more so, know, maybe he got vaccinated for coming,
2: coming to earth out.
0: like if you want to go hunt on a different planet in the predator in the predator world yeah, you yeah, have you yeah, like get, you vaccinated, get vaccinated so you don't like yeah. like so you don't leave like you don't kill off their population mm-hmm. with your germs so maybe like they did never... pre-vaccinate for going to uh to a uh, different uh, uh, that
2: makes sense you know kind. you have to sometimes you have to get like your tennis shot before you go to summer camp that makes sense right So
0: like sure you yeah how, like you can't bring any an- animals into australia that are not native to australia and i don't uh, think you right. need any vaccinations for you go to australia but um there might be a similar policy in the, in the predator world uh, that's because they don't have vac- vaccines uh if
2: something if something bites you in australia it kills you there's there's no vaccines for that poison they shit. have like
0: giant spiders snakes crocodiles it's it's like a very dangerous place to be
2: but yeah uh, um and, and but some but, yeah. of the
0: greatest people ever
2: let me ask you this yeah. did you know do you know what the director the only other movie the director he did director the made?
0: uh the cloverfield lane movie with john goodman Ten, Ten cloverfield and, uh, lane, yeah yeah
2: or is that which, call I, which, which i Cloverfield lame
0: yeah it was is a I, like. uh, I mean i like john goodman i didn't think it was awful i think the only issue I was like John goodman it was sort of convenient that he knew that the um apocalypse was going on so i think he was always i i'm trying to remember the movie but i'm pretty sure like he kidnaps the um the girl mary elizabeth winstead and um you know it just so happened that as she was trying to make her escape there was a woman trying to get into the um the shelter so i think it was like that was like a huge Uh plot convenience but besides that i think i enjoyed the movie you know john goodman's always great um right right but anyway Let's move on to Sandman now. because Let like well, Let's
2: get Sandman. Robbie's final thoughts, and I want to I want give mine as well. well. I wanna, really I wanna, to I'll give mine. Well, Rob, does not have any final thoughts? Rob, do you have any final thoughts on, on our review since you watched the movie?
3: I'm feeling uh, watched watch the movie,
1: movie, movie. now. <laughs> From your review, it sounds interesting, but with it's with it's some a movie. Flaws, it like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
2: um, it's it's look, on five stars. It's two point five. It's wonderfully average. Right? <laughs> it's not bad. It's not yeah. stand out. It's not great. And here, I'll tell you why. There's no compelling victim, right? And if Forrest at the beginning was talking about, I don't know why I haven't seen the other Predator movies. They suck. There's no compelling victim, or or, did I say victim? Sorry, villain. Uh, I don't know why I said victim. (laughs) It's villain right here on the outline. There's no compelling villain, right? Like they could be the Predator's cool. The Predator. It could. The Predator. The Predator Predator could be a very cool antagonist. If he did some lore building, if I had if I knew any of his motivations, what's he doing, man? Like one second he's fucking like like skinning a, a snake and then like ten minutes later he's fucking like lifting a bear over his head and showering in its blood? What is this guy doing? I don't know, it's not compelling. I have no idea what the antagonist is doing. And because of that, like, dude, what if like what if the earth is about to explode because another uh, what if There is a Xenomorph, right Uh, a hundred miles away and, and like, and his ship crash landed And he's gotta Get there to kill the Xenomorph To save all the humans, right Because of Prometheus and, and Humans are experimenting, blah blah blah, I don't know I don't know, right, but that could be compelling But I don't know if he's here to kill a xenomorph because i don't know why he's here because he's not a compelling villain because this is shit writing
0: yeah it's sort of like in family guy where like jaws has to team up with man to stop bigger jaws and so like man has team with predator <laughs> to stop bigger <laughs> yeah. predator yeah <laughs> which i think actually happened in the last predator movie like yes, they had to team yes up with did. the right predator, to stop yeah, bigger bigger pre- predator to stop bigger predator so Ancient maybe predator. that maybe that would make the, the villain more compelling um but besides that, yeah, I mean, this was, it's, they went back to basics, but I think it was smart. I think if I, to make any changes, would just be like, um, maybe spend more time with the, uh, the other Comanches. Like, I think it was still a couple of the first Predators, like, you know, you really got to know the team, um, yeah. before they got killed. And I think we barely know any of the other, uh, mm-hmm. the tribe, any of the, anyone else in the tribe before they got killed. too. Maybe, cooler. like, learn a little bit more about the Fur Trappers, too, you know, maybe... Expand upon them a little bit more. Um, you know, and they're supposed to be, like, the 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 real bad guys, but, um, you know... Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Are you saying that there wasn't a compelling villain?
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, maybe, like, fix the ending and, like, found, like, a better way to kill the Predator because I think in the first Predator movie, he just, like, drops a, a tree on him.
2: Oh, did we so even talk be, like, about yeah. how we kill him? We, we just hinted at that. No, we talked about him bot
0: right? Like, it's, it's, like, it's weird. <laughs> she knows that he's going to, like... Point his gun at her at the exact Bring moment it. to where his
2: because she saw it happen earlier. She saw yeah. it happen that the bullets don't don't. Did she?
0: Okay, I didn't really. She play. saw. Yeah, she,
2: when they were like when she was like attacking like, the last French guy, right? She saw that like the the predator was shooting was trying to shoot the guy with the gun, but the bullets were going to where the red dots were aiming, right? So my first question is. How dumb is this Predator? Is this a seven-year-old Predator? <laughs> you know, I regret I, my statement,
0: know. then. It's a perfect movie. Uh, perfect movie. Yeah, can we I talk a bit more
2: perfect? perfect? I, I, I want to talk Sand about something Man. way more perfect. And, and that is the biggest surprise of the year, in my opinion. Uh, and that's maybe because my expectations were so low. Or maybe mm-hmm. because this was just so damn good. But let's talk yeah. about Sandman. Can we talk about Sandman?
0: Yeah, let's talk about Sandman.
2: So. Guys, tweet at us at ZZellet Podcast on Twitter, um, or comment um, below. What would you guys think about Sandman? Have you seen it all on Netflix? Like, what did you think about it? What an experience? What did you guys think?
0: Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I guess we'll just go over the first five episodes today. And uh, it's basically, yeah, I think so this so was a the, pretty fair the- adaptation.
2: The- where where's the fifth episode end just for the listeners. uh right i think
0: oh, right. right when it ends um i think it's the it wraps up like the first story arc in the comics where like uh stream has to get all three of his um tools which is like the right. bag of sand so is that the helm, and the ruby uh that was post diner so was, like i think when he post defeats time, right, john d diner, and i think like the first volume ends when he's talking to his sister death so it's because where, like, john d spills has, into episode six ruby, the dream ruby right yes and, right. um, so we will
2: spoil minor, minor things from the comics. Like in the comics, uh, it's much more DC related, right? As you saw from the intro uh, of the TV show, this was a Warner Brothers production, right? And this yeah. was originally a DC comic, right? So John Dee was in fact in Arkham, not this random hospital. Uh, and he used to be Dr. Destiny, not just some guy's kid who anyway to let's to it tie back to a previous episode
0: of this podcast we i wrote a script for a tv writing class and it was for an episode of justice league action and the villain in it was dr destiny so if you want to go back in our catalog the episode was called justice league action the lost episode and you can hear us do a, a cast recording of that and um, you know, it includes Doctor Destiny and Superman and Batman and Joker. And I'm Batman. Yes, Major's Batman. So And Robbie fact, is uh, Superman. That's our most so, yeah. watched podcast episode. You should check it out. I actually I actually think the uh GameStop Where is, it? is still is still Spotify.
3: <laughs> yeah. Look behind you, Major. <laughs> so
2: There he is. There, there's exactly, my three thousand dollar panning of Batman. Two thousand? Three thousand. Oh three thousand. Okay, that's three, more three thousand dollar Jeez. Is that did Neil Adams draw that for you? We, we will have a different podcast about that. Okay. Oh, that's a whole Experience. different story. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but this one I can't because I don't want to talk about it now. It's an amazing story, but right now I want to talk about this amazing story. Uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, uh, a, t- a plethora of amazing writers, authors mm-hmm. uh, from the comics, and then the screen adaptation. Like, this was wonderful i thoroughly enjoyed this what about you guys
0: yeah i mean there were some changes i didn't um agree with and i definitely think they um unnecessarily pushed some i mean to be fair Sandman has always been very progressive comic like even when it came out like the late 80s yeah and but i felt that they sort of unnecessarily turned that dialed up that dialed up to like past 11 to 15 all the way to 29 necessarily. It sort of like hindered the storytelling. You thought I got woke? Oh yeah, but like, you know, people always say like, Simon was always woke. Yeah, but you know, I I think not at the cost of the storytelling. And I think they made some changes. If you look at
1: every relationship, if you look at every relationship, it's either gay or you're interracial. Yeah. Like every relationship,
3: isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, you know, that that wasn't an issue. I think just the problem for me was um, there's like, I think there's like, minor regret. And this is like past episode five but um uh, the episode where like he goes to hell in the comic um he has the competition with the demon but they changed it to where he's um fighting lucifer instead right and um you know i thought i didn't think that was necessary i think it was just to give gwendolyn Christie more to do and also um in yeah comic,
2: absolutely you, you can't look she's getting set up she's getting set up for season two bro you can't get yeah. gwendolyn
0: Christie. Two yeah, season behind. of mists
2: right yeah so, and, like, so i agree with that because they there's another character i really liked uh flay of night uh right at the serial con um and they merged him with corinthian so i agree with that but you know you uh, as a professional uh screen screenplay writer you understand that professional you can,
0: amateur you think you have, to, a, I think am, you have to like sell something um i'll buy it for a dollar a... will that make you i'll buy <laughs> it I'll,
2: I'll buy, 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 buy that, I'll that buy. for a
0: dollar Robocop. I was
2: Batman. Kids, can I tell you about the time I played Batman growing up?
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: No. Um. So.
0: Yeah. All right. So I see what you're saying about that. Uh, I. I we should break down by each episode, and I think like the first episode, like yeah, like like Robbie said, like I think like uh, in the in the first episode, like his son is gay i don't know if that was the issue i don't think that happened in the comics. so it's like he was i don't know i don't think that enhanced the story i don't understand why that was really done except except it was know. in the comics that's that's i went back and double
2: checked because i was Alex like, was this... married to a man uh not married he was he was just gay uh and uh that huh. guy was his uh assistant executive assistant or whatever well involved. i know like
0: the, the site well it's interesting like because there was a Rick, character called sykes was that, uh, Well, no, I think uh, in, the, in the in the comic, this character called Sykes, the black dude, uh, who was in the episode, but he sort of just, like, stops being in the episode. But in the comic, he has an affair with Ethel Cripps, and they run yes, off together I, with the vitamins. So bro, I thought...
2: I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Like, introduce John D. Like, condense that down, right? Like, did they need an abortion in this story? Sure, why not? If it saves a character and it saves paying an actor... $100,000 that can go towards the amazing CGI and you just want to put abortion in there. That's cool. That makes sense run away.
0: Okay. But yeah, like I'm saying like I, I, I'm interested like why didn't they adapt that aspect of the comic and not um and and in like sort of push in the whole, oh, you know, him being in love I, with I, the gardener.
2: So I kind of liked it. I liked how cuz you know, it just saves on it just saves on casting, right? Like have this woman who has an affair with Roderick Burgess Right. And then she gets pregnant. And instead of having this random person or having this other, you know, this other person that's going to take away from screen time and and, and character building, have this other person be introduced and then they steal the gems. Just have her run away. Why does she run away? Well, let's get her pregnant. And then he wants an abortion. That sounds like a a Roderick Burgess thing to do. He's an asshole. Uh, And then now she's got all three of them. And then she can trade with the demon. Right. She can. Give the the she can hold on to the gym and then the the sand does the the joanna constantine thing which we'll get to in here in a second
0: yes i mean like, I, amulet, I think it's we're going to touch on the amulet protection which i think was added for the show i don't mm. think that was necessary uh but like back to episode one i don't like that they killed Roderick burgess like they hit his head like the whole point in the comic was that like he was trying to avoid Getting old and like he's like basically like an old man like telling her dream in the comic, like I didn't have to get so old yeah. if you would just bargain with me. I think that was like a pretty powerful scene. Um Such a but, good scene. but they sort of did in the same thing house. with Alex, but um you know, um I thought the first episode oh, but, but was but also okay.
2: but also we're talking about we had Tywin Lannister.
0: Right, we I have, know. So, like, keep him in the episode longer. That's what I'm saying. He's
2: an amazing actor. Have him give that amazing speech. Uh, I just, I just would have really have, have enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. They have like you know, paid security guards in uniforms while they're holding what they would, what they would probably say. They don't understand that he's like the dream of the endless. But like, if you take a job and your whole rep- your whole job is to like guard a naked man in a glass. Um, Ball, you know that obviously, like if you showed up at work one day, like this is kidnapping, <laughs> like, like this guy is being held against his will. Yeah, like, I'm I was not going to take it. I'm not going to a paycheck. It's like they look like they're like actual nine to fivers, and it's like you would have to like pay someone and like explain to them like this is illegal what we're doing. But you know, it was it was just very strange that like you know you shouldn't have like security guards in uniforms guarding your your prisoner a guy I or, he's like, it's or more have key.
2: super hardcore like private military yeah making, like, like that that would have made more sense year. yeah not not to not to like not too blood. like out of
0: shape like incompetent yeah. like
2: but then cops. how do you fall asleep you gotta have the how do you how do you how do you get a security guard to fall asleep who you are like literally competent. just
0: oh yeah and also like doesn't his husband like just like like ruin the circle and it's like whatever he like looks back and sees like he like looks yeah, at no it problem. i think it's i think it's purposeful though like like i think the husband uh feels
2: empathy for that uh guy for for that guy for fucking morbius the the dream even man. though <laughs> dream even though he knows man.
0: that dream is going to punish his husband which he does yeah so I mean, he's
2: dead yeah he still feels bad about it i th- i thought that was plausible like i i would think i like to think you know one i, I would have it as seems as my dad died i'd be like i'm so sorry this happened let me get you out of here like you know i would have like looked at like the numbers and like this only ends in two ways i die or i let him out right i would have just applied oh yeah it was just like, like oh, he's like just idiot. say he
0: won't kill us we will let you go yeah I'm and like, like oh my I'm gosh saving- like yeah, he, but I dead, think in the comic that didn't him. happen. I think Alex literally tried to make the exact same deal as his dad. He, tried he did. To, yeah. yeah, in the comics, Alex
2: did. Yeah. So, so I didn't really like that. I didn't shit. like that
0: change either. So like that's one of my basic issues with the show is like
3: none yeah, of the changes
0: tough. I feel enhanced what was in the comic. I feel I think they were just done mainly I felt a couple of them. We'll talk about it as we go
2: on. I felt there were a couple minor changes. You, I agree, getting rid of some characters here and there. But you know, like just I, mean, I guess just want like, to blood the cast.
0: Yeah, So he escapes around right? the first episode. Go ahead. Good. Right?
2: I
1: was thinking of like, what do you think would have happened? Remember, he was holding his hand up on the ball, and he was about to reach out. What do you think exactly would have happened if they touched? Or was
3: he just? Well, like, I didn't know he could like actually go through the
0: the him. glass. Yeah, I didn't know. How could he like put his hands through the glass? That what made he, sense like to me? shattered it. Uh, uh, I don't think it was shattered. I don't think.
1: Eventually. No, not on well, that me.
0: was before. That was before we're talking about like in the present day, it shattered, but like before, like when he killed the raven and he's trying to like reach out to Alex, apparently, he could like put his hand through the glass. So, I don't yeah. know, that didn't make sense to me. They uh, that, they should have explained that better, but yeah, let's move on to episode two. So, he escapes, he goes back to dreaming, it's like a wasteland. He meets lucien right? Um, who is uh, ginger
2: swapped, which I don't have a problem with. Like. I've always said cast the best actor especially when you have like they didn't have to change the name that's it's the thing it in the comics yeah, and I, I really enjoyed her the role. that's the I, thing. it really, it was
0: it wasn't done cuz she was the best actress you know I don't think they 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 they, they auditioned like a bunch of like you know white oh, no. male dudes to this role they I think they uh, they specifically wanted a a, a, pers- a POC female for this I'm so like if the Union I mean yeah the like, POC like like, like
2: Completely dictates the rest of like
0: her. I understand what you're saying though. Like if they, if she was like the best actor out of like if they like audition like white males, you know, white females, and she was the best, yeah. But they didn't audition. That's not your feeling, yeah. Yeah. And I
2: I say this as the the, this is my same stance with Doctor Strange and Tilda Swinton, right? Mm -hmm. Like she was phenomenal for the role. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck her. Yeah, she was it, like me. the actress wasn't
0: bad, but it's just yeah. like saying like you know that she was the best actor they auditioned. It was like, well, you know, I don't, I think they specifically wanted, uh, you know, a, a POC female. But you know, I don't, The thing is, like, the character is like, you know, so minor in the comics that you know I, I understand why. I mean, they wanted diversity, which is you know is fine with me. But it's just like Amazing, it, it wasn't done for storytelling purposes, and you know they don't think they you know auditioned a wide spectrum of actors so but like like i said like all the actors in this show were were great so like no she one was, was bad. there wasn't there wasn't a poor, wasn't a poor you're, actor you're absolutely i think
2: the i think the worst actor was rosemary um but you know besides that Who's and she's at she's at the, the or rose rosemary wood Ro,
0: rose walker, walker? rose walker that rosemary oh i thought she did a pretty good job i thought she was okay at least they at least her hair was colorful like in the comics oh yeah, i I
2: did i did enjoy that like that homage to the comics but like as i thought back about this i was like was this to the caliber of stranger things like those are seven like four to seven to ten adorable kids depending on the season right Mm -hmm. And, and and that you know that youthful age bracket that you really fell in love with over a season. And my question is, did I really fall in love with her over a <clears throat> half a season? But we will talk about that next episode, uh, when we cover the second half of Prey. No, I'm kidding.
0: Uh <laughs> <laughs> this is the same man. Part part two of yeah, our seven part series on Prey.
1: Up. It started picking up in the second half.
0: Yeah, well um as episode two, that's when I think he doesn't start looking for his his tools. That's when he goes to the heck, the heck Kate, and he talks to the Some parts the fates. A weird. Yeah, I mean, um, I had read the comic in like ten or ten years, so like a lot of it was like, oh, I remember this vaguely, but um, you know, for the most part, like the first five episodes followed the comic pretty closely. He has to like you know, in each episode was like devoted to him finding a, a different tool, and um, you know, I did I, like the uh, structure. Yeah, so, and then, um, episode two, like, he has to, that's where he's back in the dream, and he sees everything's, like, messed up, he goes to find, I like Cain and Abel, that was funny, like, thanks for burying me in a shallow grave, brother, when you murdered me. I love how, yeah. yeah, I love how Cain is still
1: Cain so Abel. so casual about it. Forgot yeah, that what's they It's so often, with but It's
0: interesting, because, um, I think Lucien, Cain and Abel were all, like, hosts of these mm-hmm. anthology comics before Sandman, like, in the 70s, like, Kane was the uh the House of uh Secrets host. Or, and, oh, it was okay, House
2: of Horrors or House of Mystery. Well,
0: House of one was House of horror. Mystery, one was House of Secrets. So these are like two different like yeah, horror was, anthologies. Yeah. One was and, Kane, like, one Kane was Abel. Yes, you Yes, right. Kane was the host for one and Abel was the host for another. I think Lucien was like there's like another series like um Secrets of the Haunted House. I think Lucien might have been the uh host but, for that one, but it's interesting because these were all like um these were all like um previously established DC characters. Um, can can so. I can I gush
2: for a second on the lore? Like I hmm. haven't been this excited about the lore of a television show since like Game of Thrones, right? Like, uh are you talking like like Lucien's in charge of a library that has every book that's ever written, every ever will be written, ever thought of, right? Like this is like a cool fucking world that we like the, the yeah. Sandman lives in. Like this is exciting. This is good storytelling. I I just wanted and to And it was also weird I also like it you know I'm out again.
0: Yeah, it's, it was, it was how interesting massive because that
1: library was like if yeah. you look over the edge on some scenes they just keep going down.
0: Right? That was kind I of mean cool. every book like, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it, it's interesting because like you know, this is like a, a DC show and you know it's interesting like what characters they could and could not use in the DC universe like and there's like in the first volume of uh, sandman like there are so many like major dc characters like i think martian manhunter shows up and i think for the first couple issues obviously john constantine but well, I, I don't think they could use because they um didn't have the rights so they just made joanna constantine and constantine. i think i think uh, etrigan the demon meets him in hell who's another yeah. major dc character um the scarecrow I, meets him in uh in arkham oh asylum. yeah yeah i the, think and obviously the arkham asylum itself wasn't in the show so they Here's definitely, question, like, I think they had, like, there's definitely a lot of, like, rights issues of what, what characters they could and couldn't use, but... But how? How did DC lose
2: this? This seems to me, like, the source material, this seems to me like the perfect entrance into the DCEU on HBO Max. You start with the Sandman... And you keep it to the source material, and then you have an Etrigan show, right? And you've got mm-hmm. the Arkham show, which is like the, the the Gotham Knights, the the police show they have, right? And you have all these side characters that have their own that like they get introduced in the Sandman, and then have their own spin-off shows. Like this was an excellent chance for DC to really expand their footprint uh, and and take some some Marvel market share.
0: Well, it's right. interesting. Like, Man, why Max. this wasn't an HBO Max show? Because you know HBO Max is owned by Warner Brothers. And I think Netflix is not owned yeah. by Warner Brothers. it's not. So I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting that uh, I thought it was Netflix crazy. Netflix. That was interesting. Netflix chose or Warner Brothers chose Netflix to sh- to preview this not HBO Max. Right. Like, especially how- because this was, this was this was this was like being filmed, you know, produced way before the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. And I know yep. like, HBO Max is sort of, like on its way out, but I would assume that they would want. Their dc properties on hbo max not netflix mm-hmm. similarly like why disney doesn't right. want any marvel properties on yeah. uh, uh netflix anymore that's probably why the right that's why it's so many issues like getting actual dc characters in the show that were in the comic um and l- let me ask you this about dc uh, about these character issues right uh
2: you can't use the character john constantine because
0: it's not owned by you i think jj abrams is like doing his own constantine, constantine. show or Constantine. Oh yeah, you're right. 100 percent right. That's actually how it's pronounced in the comic. But yeah, I think so, Constantine like, is the actual, but I think like... uh, Constantine's cooler, right? But like
2: Constantine is like the uh, correct way to say it in like old English or whatever, right? So, but you have a character John Constantine, right? But you can't use him because of, of rights issues. So you create a character, a female version of him called Joanne Constantine. Like that just seems like. Copyright infringement, right? This seems like you know intellectual property stealing. Like, why don't we have a Duper Man, right? Or 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 a Cat Man or
0: an Ant Man? Wait a second, we do. Lettrigan. Uh oh. Oh, nice. I know you could actual show. Yeah. Oh. Just... Yeah. Oh. Um. I think I think we've just been drinking Ovaltine for so long. That's why we're pronouncing Constantine. So if we had been calling it Ovaltine all this time, then yeah, it would be. Well, let me ask you this,
2: like. Constantine
0: just sounds better than Constantine. Yeah. But, yeah, so... To my American ears, anyway. On the subject of of Constantine, um, I thought she did a good job. Although, I didn't really... I thought the line were like, you know, he's like the Sandman's a fairy story, Hedy, immediately proceeds to go exercise a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
2: But, like, that's one of my favorite things about John Constantine is, like, he's, like he's balls deep in dark magic and then every once in a while he's still like nah that doesn't exist like the witcher right in season one he's balls deep and killing like magical beasts and then he like looks over at a dragon and he's like ah gold dragons don't exist but that guy's a gold dragon dressed as a human or Shakespeare as a human like that's one of my favorite things it's like these experts of these Sci-fi high fantasy monster killers and they're like nah, that doesn't exist and then they get their ass kicked by it later on
0: And also, uh Rick the Vic is a dude in the comics And I'm just like alright, so they they gender bent Rick the Vic, but what female name can you make a nickname for Rick? Like Vic? Yes, Victoria, but like I don't know. It was like Ricky Lake. Yeah, what's Ricky? What's Ricky short for? Okay and that just bothered me, like like I get like they, they, they gender bent as much as much as they could just, you know. apparently her first name her real name is Ricky. That's her actual first oh, name. So oh yeah. Oh it's with an I. Yeah, so
2: that's that's hip.
0: But yeah, I was just like, Really? They they had the gender bent Rick the Vic? Like, you know, it just it sounds weird to me. I don't know. But besides that was like the only I think gender bent issue I had. Um anyway besides that they there was a lot of like constantine lore if you've read if you've read hellblazer they mentioned like several of his ex-girl uh, like kit ryan was like his major girlfriend during um uh garth ennis's run uh, but um you know i think they were pretty faithful to the comics where like you know constantine's constantine's ex-girlfriend has the the sand and she's yeah. like it's like a heroin addict she just can't fall yeah. asleep so, so yeah you
2: know, joanne is a lesbian now instead of gender swapping. Well, Constantine, I think, girlfriend.
0: is bisexual in the comics. Although, like, in those early comics, I don't think yeah. like, he had, like, a like. he mostly had, like, girlfriends, but I think he had, like, experimented with boys, like, when he was younger. So, I mean, like, you know, Constantine being bisexual, that's not, that's nothing new. So this show wasn't, um, like, breaking ground with that. But, nothing. um, I understand, like, they had to, like, use Joanna. They didn't have to, but it was either gender-bend, John Constantine or create a new character altogether. because I don't think they a could a use John Constantine. They couldn't use John, couldn't I, use John no, Constantine. No because of rights issues. So, like, you know. uh, not a big deal. But yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought, like, the whole, um... She has to exercise a demon. But I thought it was weird. Like, could she not exercise him without killing the football player? Seemed kind of, um... Like, she wasn't very good at her job. But, um... I know. I didn't like the demon design. It was basically just, like, a, a Jamaican guy with, like... His, his vertebrae exposed <laughs> so it wasn't the best demon design oh but, yeah uh but yeah i like I the misdirect like you thought like the the princess was possessed which was another story in the Constantine comics where like uh, a member of the royal family gets possessed by a demon and he's like going out killing people so i guess that they uh got some inspiration from that but i think uh, there was a, an interesting misdirect there was actually a football player or soccer player yeah, who was that was a good misdirect the demon So but yeah, I liked I liked liked, and also I think, you know, you you saw like uh, the girl got killed by the demon early in the episode. That was also from the Hellblazer comics. It's a very famous um, storyline from Newcastle. So they did like another version of that. I think that also happened on the Constantine TV show with Matt Ryan on NBC. I never watched, but I think they adapted that as well. So but that's like a major uh, event in the Constantine history. So with uh, Astra yeah also what was the point of that old lady like she says like the sandman's coming and then like a second later, the sandman's here and then you know she's uh i understand the point of that old lady character she was like sort uh, of no. in the background like yeah. i think easily i think i've easily just had like sandman show, like do you want Constantine? i have business with you and he's like i'm going to work and then like afterwards she's talking he's talking to her like off, like in the distance and then like she goes just away so i don't, building, I don't think building. i, I guess there's gonna be a heady i guess there's gonna be a heady spin-off <laughs> or something i don't know that character was just weird i don't think she i, don't, I it's been a long time since i read the comic but i don't think the character was in it anyway uh I'm let's go ready. on to episode four he goes to hell yeah. Well, let's talk about um i think we, we H-E-Double talked all about H-E-Double oh, Hux. Hux. yes he goes H blocks but we also forgot to mention raven the raven matthew um Played yeah. by the Oswald. great
2: Pat Oswalt.
0: <laughs> I like that line, like, you were spying on me. He's like, I was spying on you. If I was spying on you, you'd never know it.
2: Yes, that was great. <laughs> At first, was great. I wasn't the hugest fan. It kind of, like, threw me off. Not to mm-hmm. the level of seeing, like, um...
1: From going everyone's so serious to this
2: Needed comedian. some, yeah, they needed, to like, the a thing. comic relief. Like, right, I, I was, was like, like "Oh, did Marvel, did Marvel?" I was like, "Did Marvel take over this halfway through?" Like, <laughs> what is yeah. Matthew Conan here with this lighthearted like, team?
0: I'm pretty sure that the character Matthew uh, is like the soul of Matthew Cable in the in the yes. body of a raven, and Matthew Cable is Abigail Arcane's husband, who is Swamp Thing's love interest. So, so, so he... and, and Constantine ori- originated in the Swamp Thing comics. So I was wondering if they were gonna mention Swamp Thing at all, because I think he might have a cameo in the Sandman comics. Could be wrong, but um, yeah. obviously, like the the first few few issues of the mm-hmm. Sandman series were very heavily rooted in DC Universe, but Definitely. then like as, as as the series progressed, they 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 a it lot lot less. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I mean. Although I and, think like Dark comes to his wake at the very end, but um, besides that, and, I think and we like,
2: have Hector, right, and uh, Hector Hall, and who is Hawkman's son. Hawkman's son, then Lida, who is Wonder mm-hmm. Woman's son. So, I mean, it's still there. Oh, really? We're, oh, I didn't know that. We're going to, yeah, so, oh yeah, so Lida is the, the, Wonder Woman's son. Lida is the daughter of Wonder Woman and uh, Steve Trevor. Or Steve, no, no, Steve Trevor, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: I think I just yeah. know, like, Hector Hall. And also, yeah, there's, that, like, another, that's a hot there's, like, another, there's, like, three superheroes called the Sandman in DC Universe. Nothing to do with the Sandman in the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe. But the first Sandman was uh, Wesley Dodds, who was basically just, like, a guy who wore a gas mask. It had a sand gun who would like make criminals fall asleep. Second Sandman I think was created by Jack Kirby, and I think he was called something um, Sanderson or something. But like this, like Dream is like the third Sandman in the DC universe because there are like two two other superheroes. um, So the
2: Sandman you're thinking of with Jack Kirby is actually Mm -hmm. referenced in this TV show when we see Jed.
0: Yeah. When Jed and, is dressed um, up
2: and he calls himself the Sandman when he's with um that nightmare gaunt. Yeah, who's was... also
0: changed from um was it glob and brute? Yeah, so there were
2: originally four that uh four um Arcana, right? These four rogue dreams and nightmares that uh Sandman had Morpheus had to go get Right. But, you know, storytelling is better in threes. So I like, you know, that's a change that I do like, you know, condensed down to the three people, especially since Glob and Gloud or whatever their names were, were working together anyway.
0: Yeah. So, but we're not going to get into those episodes uh, no, today. And also, BS, um, yeah, so I don't know. They changed Brute and Glob into Galt. It was like a shapeshifter. I don't know. There might have been another, another rights issue i don't think they're you know maybe the jack kirby's estate I won't let them use it yeah I,
2: I i haven't heard about any rights issues i just think it was like i i really enjoyed her tiny little arc right like a nightmare who just wants to be a dream like i love that but we'll talk about that in the future yeah. let's talk about hell all right let's go to hell yeah
0: so uh hell is interesting it was like uh well obviously in the comics like the the, the demon who greets uh dream at the gates of hell was etrigan but in right. this comic, it was Squatter Bloat, <sighs> which I think was like a minor character in the comics. But um, Etrigan's I don't, thought it favorite, well, yeah, yeah, uh, he's demon. another another he, Jack Kirby he creation. Yeah, he rhymes, and this this demon rhymes. So I thought like, I heard them rhymes like Etrigan? Etrigan is like, oh no, it's not. They couldn't get the rights. Uh, but you know, I thought it was interesting. Like, Dream had such a hard time getting into Hell. <laughs> like, who has a hard time getting into Hell? I'm pretty sure like getting like out it is is, is, is the hard part when well, right. no, i was just like it was just like um sandman uh, or no, no a dream and like dude it's hell let me in nobody wants to be here you know just let me let yeah. me in so it was like all right i guess i'll let you it's like like hell was what? like an exclusive club or something why it's is like, this a gated community why you like why are you giving um, me such a hard I'm time it's hell list. it's a freaking prison you know um essentially so he goes uh, i thought um uh lucifer's <laughs> Castle, like hogwarts you know so a lot you follow squatter Blot. and also you notice the people in the trees yes yeah so like in the comics it's called the, the forest of suicides and like so like as you're walking by the trees are saying like you know i couldn't take it anymore like it was too much pain and like you know uh you know i had to i couldn't you know i was God, the crafts are like so good. the comics are like very very dark and that's why i felt like they definitely they were afraid to adapt some things in the show and i guess the force of Suicides. i mean there's something else they i think they they didn't want to adapt later on we'll get to but like that's just like you know I, I like I said like the comic has always been progressive but I think they did they dialed up like the wokeness this is like a better term to 11 and but also like so I think you know they were also very very afraid of offending in some cases you know so like
3: they,
2: well yeah have, it's like, Netflix data if Dave Chappelle came and if I can
0: although I do commend proud. them I for still making proud. the Corinthian gay and villainous I'm not, not that and, he was villainous because he was gay but like he he's a villain just happened him. to be gay yeah, yeah. not just I, like a hint not just hinting
2: and then like later on you have to like ask the director after the first season is this character gay like this is just straight out gay
0: but yeah but like he, he like he sleeps with um the guy who's like looking over Rose's house but he doesn't kill him and I was like okay they did that because they didn't want to like offend anyone And the same thing like the reason like uh you know Dr. Destiny did or John D didn't kill the woman who gave him the ride like he kills yeah. her in the comic but I think they didn't kill her because they didn't uh, want her name's Rosemary. Yes, that's who I was thinking of.
2: Isn't her name Rosemary? OK, she said was she, she was a bad actress. No, 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 no. no. Rose Walker. I didn't love Rose Walker's performance with the whole Stranger Things. Like it wasn't bad at all. But when you look at like Stranger Things or, or your stock or starter, if you look at other like examples of young actors portraying this time period, like you can fall in love with a character in a single season. Uh, and I just didn't yeah. fall in love with this character.
0: Yeah, But we'll, we'll get that. That's like part two of the series. So, like, uh, he goes to hell. He finds his helm. They yeah, have a the character Mary. with, like, half her face missing, who I don't think shows up yeah. until, like, volume four, Season of Mist, which is, like I guess, what season two is going to adapt. So um, that was
2: another difference in the comics, mm-hmm. right? In the comics, Hell, uh, Lucifer Morningstar has lost uh, his control. Gender swap. His control. Yes. And is now in charge of hell with two other generals,
0: Azazel and Beelzebub. So I, I really wish yep. they, but to be fair, in season, in like season of Mist, it's never explained why it's not Triumph anymore. He's like, it's suddenly he's like, he's the sole ruler of hell. And it's never explained what happened to, what happened to Beelzebub and, and Azazel. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can understand why they didn't include those. Oh, two. definitely. I was just, it would have been out. nice to see them. It would have been cool to see how they adapted Azazel because it's basically like a bunch of eyes, right? It's like a very, right. a very weird design in the comics. And like Bales of Boob, just like a giant disgusting. Well, Did we
2: see his Azel at the end when uh, we'll get to it in a segment it wasn't that the giant rip with the mouth and the eyes talking about uh, making a
0: deal with Lucifer
2: Morningstar.
0: Was that the season finale? Yes. Uh, sorry. Okay, I haven't seen it. I've only I'm on episode jumping, eight. I'm I'm sorry. Oh,
2: but oh, they should have like. <laughs> if they, but like I mean, you said
0: if he was in the episode, the finale, they should have introduced him in episode four so yes I agree right say hello and it's, also I hated I, you know it I didn't so like good. the <laughs> it I looks didn't so like, good oh really it. CGI so.
2: looks so good yeah you're gonna love it dude I, I did like, like I impressed. did like
0: Lucifer's palace it looked very epic and big but didn't like Hogwarts yes ah uh, I did not like the way Lucifer looked the wings looked which is like, like shit is that like. is is that a reference to like well while, while parents thought Harry Potter was satanic back in the day. Is that why Hogwarts... Is that why uh, Satan's Palace is so much like Hogwarts? I just think, I just There's think a everyone, nod. I just think everyone here was British. Like,
2: Dream, right, the Sandman, has a very punchable face. As an American, looking... Like, that guy has a very punchable face. And the whole time... like, Well, the first episode, I was just thinking the whole time. I was like, shouldn't this be played by Edward Cullen? Uh, but I did grow to fall in love with, with the actor, and I, I think the casting is, is perfect
0: yeah and it just uh, might be a british thing
2: right all the actors are british i I think and obviously he does not look like
0: he does in the comic you know he he definitely has pale skin in this and black hair but his eyes are you can Uh, see uh, the whites in his eyes the hair's not nearly as spiky and crazy and he's not like he's wearing just like a black trench coat he's not like wearing like a black robe or anything they could like at least in the costume a little better but uh i'll just say that um you know apparently neil gaiman said that they, they screen tested a more comic accurate morpheus and didn't look very good, so. But if you look in the episode two where he looks in the pool, you can see in his reflection it looks basically like what he looked like in the comic. He's like the glowing star oh, eyes. That's fun. Star see, yeah, it's eyes. fun. So they definitely. Which, I think which, they which, tried to like you know here's what we tried to do and it didn't work out. Yeah. But yeah so I hear back to, to it. So obviously in the comic, like uh Karazan, Car- whatever the demon who steals his helm. Oh, no, by the oh, way, right. I hated Karazan. Karazan looked like Piccolo from Dragon Ball Evolution, so <laughs> and it really, <laughs> it really threw me out of the, the episodes Like, because in the comic is like two mouths, and he's like, I think he's like red or pink skin, and um, you know, he's the one that actually challenges Dream, and they actually have a competition and that's where what like, you know, it, I'm the Dire Wolf, yeah. I'm the Hunter, and I think they sort of stretched out that. What was it? I guess the duel, the oldest game. I don't know what it's called. But like, I thought they stretched it out. Like, I am a dire
2: wolf. And it was no, interesting, so like actually, you know, it's actually extremely close. I went back and checked it out afterwards. I think it's the like, dialogue me. is spot
0: on. But that being it's, said, yeah,
2: it includes everything except anthrax. I think I don't think they included anthrax, which is like literally the they only. They probably didn't one. want. They
0: probably didn't want to offend. I don't know because anthrax which yeah,
2: which I thought was very weird to not to include. Like anthrax is a twenty-year-old. Uh, crisis, like yeah. that seems weird not to include. Well, said, it, like, like she
0: said, like I'm a bacterium, you know, same thing. But oh, I really oh, like, okay, like yeah, I really like, like what they say, like affects them, you know, in like real time. Like he says, bacterium, so, he's like all sick. If you pitch
2: that to me in an elevator, I would hit door open and I would drop kick you out of it. I thought they pulled that off very well. Like that is a stupid scene, and. I don't know if Marvel or DC could have pulled it off as elegantly as the Sandman did.
0: Why did he have to wear like a um, a, a, a black like a, a a tight leather costume for that competition? <laughs> I, I don't know. It. I don't know the point of that. He could just like wear his regular clothes. I think that's what. Because in the comics, like they're both like you know, uh, on like transforms like this like this pinstripe suit with a fedora, like he's in like in a club or something in the 20s. I think like stream is the same thing. Like that would be a lot cooler to see. It's like, let's, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Sandman, and we're gonna I mean, have a competition.
2: If you so, take a but, step back and you, and you look at it, it's a stupid contest. Like these are creatures who are tens of thousands, if not millions, of years old. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't played this game hundred thousand, million times to the point where they know like cheat code and they know the answer. Yeah. They Plus know how bored. to like.
0: Yeah, and also, how does um, a world beat bacteria? That
2: did not really make sense uh, to me. Because the world's bigger than the bacteria, so you get her immunity, bitch. Ta-cha-cha. My question is, how does you hope what? be anti-life? Oh, I uh, uh, herd immunity. She could have just said, I'm anti-hope. <laughs> I, went, I thought she was going to be like, I'm despair. Like, despair is the opposite of hope. So, one of the yeah, things exactly. I did like, though, how it ends, right, is she's like, uh, so Lucifer's all, like, butthurt about losing the duel, right? She doesn't lose the duel... She forfeits, right? She's like, oh, I, I'm pulling out. I quit. This is bullshit. Take your fucking helmet and get the fuck out of here. Take your helmet and leave, mm-hmm. right? And then she's like, you think you're so cool, Dream? You suck. You're powerless here. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, do dreams have no power here in hell? Uh, wouldn't hell be worthless if the captors what power does hell have of heaven? If- heaven? Yes. yes, thank you. What power does what hell power have? What power does hell
0: have if there's a prison here? Can't dream of heaven. So. And
2: dude, one of the greatest lines. So yeah. fucking good. you just and it's from yeah. the comics, right? It's just yeah, crushing. that's exactly from
0: the comics. So
2: it's so like the source material is juicy. Go out and get this comic if you can support your that's local terrible. fucking comic book shop. Fucking grab volume one. Grab volume two. You know, if you want to spoil season two of Netflix, grab volume three. Uh, but it's such a good fucking comedy, Like Neil Gaiman is just killing it here.
0: Yeah, definitely his uh, magnum opus. He's written so many good things like American Gods, which I think they did an adaptation. I, they, I don't think they did do an adaptation on Stars. I think I canceled prematurely. It just ventured off from the, the novel too much. I, I lost yeah. interest after season one, but I did enjoy the parts that actually adapted the book. So it should have been like a. I think I've said this before on the podcast. Should have been like a limited series. Besides that, I and mean, I think Good Omens and um, Caroline. I think he wrote that that um, animated movie where the oh, really? eyes get the eyes get replaced by. Still a lot that's of a, children's books. It's a he, was great, an it's of, he was on an episode of. on episode Arthur. There's a there's a there's a ver, there's a anthropomorphic aardvark version of Neil Gaiman on the Arthur that's, cartoon. That's amazing. I love. Yeah, look it, it, so it up on much. YouTube. Um, but he has a very distinctive voice. I think he he narrates. Um, he's a narrator for the sandman audiobook but you know he's not uh he doesn't do the entire thing like they have like a full cast for it but um from what i heard is really good because you, you hear James, that
2: alan moore you hear that
0: yeah it's like neil gaiman um you know garth and are very very supportive of the adaptations of their work but alan moore is just like screw joel You'll I'll never watch EP. I mean, but, to be yeah. fair, Alan Moore did have, a, did have a legitimate gripe with DC. They definitely did screw him over. They said, like, you can have the rights to Watchmen, you know, once, uh, but they were they, 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 they turned around and said, like, you have the rights to Watchmen after it goes out of print, but it never went out of print. So they said, like, we don't have to give you the rights. And then he was like, okay, well, I'm done with uh, DC. Yeah. So, but yeah, but man. Alan Moore, but yeah, I think, like, he absolutely despised what they did with League, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and uh, From Hell. So I think yeah. he washed his hands of Hollywood, but I think Neil Gaiman and Garth and I think uh, are definitely more um, supportive and involved with their adaptation, the adaptation of their work. And then I think they're both executive producers. Definitely. I, think, I mean, like, like I, I love like their involvement and mm-hmm. the,
2: the, the trueness, the truthiness mm-hmm. to, to take Stephen Colbert's word, the truthiness to mm-hmm. the source material, right? As opposed to something like Mark Millar who like sells rights to Hollywood and doesn't give a fuck what you do with the property afterwards? Like you take Wanted and turn it into whatever you want to.
0: Oh yeah, Mark Millar is also, I guess, supportive of. Super. Yeah, he's. I think he's too supportive. Well, he, he well he writes the comic. He sells the the synopsis before he even writes it or before he even publishes it. I think he might like write the script, give it to the producers they'll like green light it, the movie and then they'll then he will publish the comic or have it drawn or whatever so he's, he's oh like really oh much.
2: I love it that's great <laughs>
3: that's, but that's, I think uh, I think
0: I'm... he's already done enough like of his own stuff like uh, Miller world like I uh, you know obviously kick ass was part of that um right right the Secret Service movies or the Kingsman movies which is really, was called the Secret Service in the comics um uh Super Crooks was another one wanted obviously they did um Yeah, trying to think. Uh, There's like one called like Superior. There's one like I think um, the the Magic School. Did you forget the big one? Yeah, the biggest one. Yeah, besides the Kick Ass. But, um, but yeah, (laughs) first Kick Ass movie was amazing. So like you know, I don't know. The second
2: second Kick Ass too had Nicolas Cage, so I'm torn. No, no, it had Jim Carrey. First
0: one had Nicolas Cage. Oh, then the first one's definitely better. Oh yeah, it is. I enjoyed the second one though. Like I liked uh, Jim Carrey. He was like totally unrecognizable, but I. I liked it. I, it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was like, you know, I think it got way more hate than it deserved. Um, that being said, um... Sandman. Uh, last episode, episode, we'll go five. on to yeah. Yeah, John D. So, this was the episode I think they definitely deviated the most from in the comics.
2: <laughs> okay, yes.
0: This, this one was... Maybe that might have been a good thing, but I don't, I'm don't. i probably more disappointed than I am relieved. But, yeah, this was so definitely maybe... the most...
2: DV8 DV8. So, like, in the comic books, like John D makes him have an orgy in the diner. Yeah. Are you talking about that kind of deviation, or are you talking well, about... Well, no, DV8? there's like,
0: uh, like basically, like, there's, I think there's a lot, I think there's only like six characters in the episode, but I think there's a lot more people in the diner in the comic. And I think like the depravity and like what they do, like there's like, obviously, uh, what they did do that was uh, faithful was like her taking the, the knives and putting them in her eyes, but I think the, the lesbian girl does that in the comic. Yeah, but I did like. Uh, well, like is weird. They were faithful with. I think the lesbian character was in it, and she, like she like you know was there in the diner yeah. waiting to call her girlfriend, and I think she knew Rose, but you know I think she hit her girlfriend because she was jealous. So like that was I think intact. But I think like all the other characters, like the the the, the fry cook sleeping with the matrix's son. That I don't think that was in the comic. I'm not sure about I don't that. Think... But
2: the the interview was that was a part of it. The couple was a part of it.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time since i remember, but I, it, I don't i'm pretty sure like cause there's like one scene where like um you know they're all parading dr destiny or john d around and he has like the word god written in blood on his chest and like, yeah like, he's like naked he bites off blood. he bites off like someone's finger and like they draw it and like you know like one of the um uh i think there's like cannibalism like like one guy like you know thinks he's a wolf or something like bites off and like another one, like rapes the uh, lesbian girl. Mm-hmm. So I could probably understand why they didn't do that. But yeah, it was a lot so more this, depraved. This is, so
2: earlier in the podcast, we were talking about like how they didn't go. They didn't follow the source material in the darkness later on. And this is what you were referring to as the diner episode.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, it was definitely dark, you know, obviously. And, um, you know, they did their version of it. But I think what um,
2: I think, it was let, me, let me let
0: me let me backtrack a little bit. Okay, um, yeah. So, you know, in the comic. John D. escapes prison from Arkham Asylum. He doesn't have the amulet protection, which I think was oh, added for the show. No, no, he does.
2: He does have the amulet. Because uh, this is one of my favorite parts about Arkham and, and the lore of Arkham, right? So, like, in, in the comics, because uh, I, I double-checked this today, you know, getting ready for the podcast, uh, the mom has the amulet of protection, and mm-hmm. she dies. And so... John D, who's in Arkham, gets the amulet of protection. Oh, okay. Not not the amulet of protection. The dream. The dream ruby. And then that's no, no, he gets it. Able... He goes.
3: No, he goes
0: to the actual warehouse in the comic and gets it. But I think he has just has a gun in the comic. He might have He might have had the amulet. I don't remember it. I just know he like he holds the woman at gunpoint, and like right away, like she knows she's a hostage. And the thing is, like she's afraid of him right from the start. But they start to get talking. Rosemary come on better terms. Yeah, the, uh, the woman who gives Mariah, I guess it's called Rosemary. So like yeah. basically, like, she was always a hostage at the, at the beginning of the comic, and like he has the gun on her, and like at the very end, like you know they've made peace, like you know thanks for talking with me, and he's like, um, you know, were you gonna go to the places? And he's like, she was like, uh, no. And he's like, well, would have made any difference. And he shoots her. So you know, and then obviously in the show he gives her the aim of protection, but like it's a lot darker in the um, um, uh, in in the in the comic, and also he's a lot more deformed um in the the comic because he hasn't been dreaming for like the past 50 years so he's like he's very much like like disheveled and like skeletal and disgusting all right so i just
3: googled it
2: i googled it i was right the first time his mom does pass on the amulet protection Mm -hmm. and he gets it in an arkham asylum and that's how he's able to escape and then he gets in the car to go to the warehouse to get the actual ruby yeah but he
0: also has like a gun and that's like you know that's what he uses to right so but my and he shoots rosemary
2: also my my hilarious point that i wanted to point out uh was how incompetent arkham asylum is and that they give him like like this guy is locked up and they give him like an amulet of protection even if you don't know what it is especially if you don't know what it is don't give it to an inmate it's and like you know like that guy like it's a necklace like i could just choke someone out or kill someone or people are like you know like like dumb, that, like that's dumb writing, but like whatever, like that's yeah. Just, it's it, just
0: goes to the incompetency
2: of Arkham Asylum. And to that point,
3: think I how many like lives
2: they,
0: have been saved if the people are if the employees of Arkham Asylum could keep the Joker locked up. I like, like, to like think blame that, Batman. Like, 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 you like you've killed so many people because you let Joker lives Like, it's not my fault. Arkham Asylum just you know sucks at their job. You know, yeah, they can't that makes, like keep these guys I'm locked up.
2: People it just keep right like. It's so, like so, I give well, it like
0: well, you know. good. ahead. Well, I want to see in
2: the next Batman. Reeves and the and the, the and the bat the Reeves universe right is this edgy ground to earth story about how the inmates in Arkham Asylum make minimal wage, and therefore it's not worth any of their lives. And like they only make minimal wage because Arkham Asylum keeps getting broken out of, so like the reconstruction cost takes out of all of like the the money in Arkham's like uh, uh, that Arkham has, so they can only afford to pay their employees minimal wage. And that's why their employees are so bad. And that's why they in these uh, inmates keep escaping. Like, I think that would be like a really good in world explanation for why these guys keep getting out.
0: Yeah, makes sense to me. Also, um, right. but yeah, back to um, it's a, it's to a very five. good point. Yeah. It's a very good point. And, you know, it really just goes to show this was not Arkham Asylum. It apparently was in Buffalo, New York. So it was um, Arkham Buffalo branch, I guess. So anyway, he escaped from <laughs> <Yes>. prison. <laughs> And, uh, you know, he he drives Rosemary, but uh, back to episode five, like, so after he like kills everyone in the diner, um, Dream shows up, but in the comic, it's such a cool scene because he's like, basically everyone's dead in the diner. And Dr. Destiny is just there waiting for Dream. He's like, ah, there you are. You don't even look strong enough to make this interesting. And like, you know, cause like, like Dream's just shambled in because she just shambles in because he's like, you know, um, weak. Yeah, so I I did like that they changed that. Like that was such a cool, like, because like that's like the very end of the comic, where he's like, you know, he's just waiting for him in the diner. He's like, you don't even look strong enough, and it really just makes Doctor Destiny look like a very formidable threat to Dream because he's like not even afraid of Dream. He like, you know, he knows that he holds all the cards. And then next, the next issue is like all about Dream and Doctor Destiny's battle for control, and that just felt so rushed in the fifth episode to me. Like literally, like the last ten minutes like you know i really thought they could have devoted an entire episode where, like we're like dreaming dr destiny or like at each other's throats so they're trying to like you yeah. know wrestle for control of the dreaming so that was probably the weakest episode of the entire season for me from what I've seen i before. agree um, i so was,
2: when i watched that season uh, when i watched episode five like, i got texted to the group and i was like mm, i don't know like you know is you guys on the podcast have heard me so far random rave and how much i love this show at episode five i was like uh-oh did like that just get like the rug pulled out from under me because, like, you know, it was, like, so strong and so solid. And then season, and then episode five, it's just so different, right? And it's such a bottle. Well, episode. the whole
0: episode should have, like, because it was named after the actual issue, where, it, like, because the 24-7 yeah. issue is, like, all in the diner. Then at the very end, Dream shows up. That's what they yeah, should have done. It like, 20, the, it entire episode, hours inside the, of the entire episode, the entire episode should have been in the diner, and then Dream shows at the very end. And they shouldn't even, like, shouldn't Dream at the very beginning either. They should have just shown him at the very end. So it sort of, uh, yes, yeah. Took that yes. away. Um,. But yeah, so I, you know that was definitely the weakest episode of the season for me. Um, yeah. But like I like I said, there's a very very faithful adaptation on YouTube. I think some guy, um, like just did like a fan film where they just uh, adapt that issue, and it's very very faithful. I think Neil Gaiman actually saw it and he actually gave him the thumbs up. But really? uh, obviously, yeah, obviously um, I can't remember the name of the the channel, but yeah, it's a very faithful adaptation of this issue and it's probably like one of the best of the series well probably the most infamous of the of the series of the comic yeah yeah. i I think the best it's great though which rob and i cannot wait to talk
2: about next time and that's gonna be uh the time the 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 man who lives forever Right? Yeah, and, I, I let's yeah. let's
0: uh, end, let's end right here. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking yeah. Cause season episode six was probably my favorite of the season. Like it's kind of funny yeah, like episode yeah. five, my least favorite. is followed by my favorite of the season. So which was also like I said, like when this, this show is faithful to the comic, love it. Yeah. Same thing with American Gods. Just yeah. be faith, just be faithful, and you just you've got
2: my approval. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like Netflix, we are gonna leave our um, viewers uh, on a
0: cliffhanger here and uh yeah major you go and like uh plug our social media yeah uh, absolutely guys thank you so fucking much for listening
2: how did you guys think about prey um was this an attempt to go woke and did they go broke uh the box office disagrees what do you guys think uh how did you guys feel about season one of sandman did it live up to your expectations did you even have expectations going into it uh tweeted us at Podcast on Twitter. Uh, comment if we ever throw this bad bitch up on YouTube, right? Um, we've got a Discord that you can join if you want to. The description going to be in there. If you enjoyed the podcast, literally word of mouth is the best way to do it. We all um, drive in a car, right? Most of us need to be out walking, right? And this is a good podcast to walk to, especially after you listen to the episode or watch the episode and come listen to the podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, give it a five-star review. We really appreciate it. it; helps us a lot with the almighty algorithm. Again, thanks so much for listening, guys. You've been fucking awesome. Uh, I'd say fans ten out of ten. Sure. Sandman, nine out of ten, and prey five out of ten.
0: I'll give it a. I'll get. I'll give Sandman eight out of ten, um, just because um, I don't think they fully embrace the epicness. Of the comic and i think they changed some things that i don't think enhanced but How yeah we'll just it be on hbo max or just hbo because hbo yeah. max is a different entity and you know but yeah He's let's let's right. uh, let's in, let's in right. here and i'm let's forced i'm major and i'm robbie and we'll see y'all next time thanks for listening thanks for listening guys